Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hello and welcome to LiveWise Buy, Hold, Sell. My name is Hansley. It has been a very volatile 12 months, least of all I need to tell you that. And because of it, investors have gravitated towards stocks with rock-solid balance sheets. But have some of these stocks also become crowded trades? Let's probe those ideas right now with Andrew McKee from Elson Asset Management and Rob Crookston from Wilson's. First company, Aristocrat Leisure. Andrew reported 27% net profit growth in its most recent earnings result, thanks primarily to its US operation. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Oh, it's definitely a buy for us. I don't think it's overbought at all. Uh, the business has done a great job, management's done a great job over the last few years to increase the amount of recurring revenue coming through, as well as diversify the business in terms of digital. So if we look at the pixel side of the business, obviously there's a bit of COVID flux. You know, digital did really well during COVID. Uh, but we're seeing that now counterbalanced with land sales. You mentioned the US doing quite well. And uh, you know, we think the balance sheet is pristine. We think the margins are great, the cash flow is great. We think they've got optionality in terms of growth, whether they do buybacks or they look at additional acquisitions, particularly in digital. So yeah, we really like the business. We don't think it's overvalued at the moment and definitely a buy for us. Okay, a buy for Andrew. Rob, all the brokers love this stock. City, Morgans, Morgan Stanley, Macquarie, Ordmanet all have it on outperform or buy. What do you think? Buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's a buy for us as well. You know, think about the land-based game, the traditional business, we like that. Um, you know, you know, greater re uh, recurring revenue that has in the past. Um, we like the digital business. Uh, we still think there's a lot of growth to come from the digital business over the next 10 years. What we really like is the online real money gaming opportunity for Aristocrat. So if you think of online real money gaming, uh, which is slowly getting legalized in the US, uh, you take the land-based gaming and the mobile gaming, put them together, you know, Aristocrat are really perfectly positioned to, to go for this opportunity over, over the next decade. So they've done the acquisition in the last few months of Neo Games, that gives them the tech stack um, to go after this. And as I said, they've got the IP already um, we think to, to go after this opportunity. Consensus at the moment really has zero um, embedded in it for, uh, for online real money gaming. So the opportunity's there, it's not priced in. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's crowded at, at 18 times of the opportunities ahead of them. Okay, interesting. So we've got a double buy to start the show. Let's see if we can keep it up with Telstra. UBS recently upgraded this one to a buy, but it is on 22 times earnings. Rob, buy, hold or sell? Yes, yeah, a buy for us. What we like, the resilience of the, the mobile plan business, that's still a massive part of Telstra's business. I think, you know, I, I can attest that mobile plans for me are a key part of our, everyone's budgets. Mm. Um, they probably didn't used to be 20, you know, 10 years ago even, but they are now. Uh, and the other part as well is the industry has also got um, a lot more rational in terms of pricing. So Optus and Vodafone have got a lot more rational in the way they're pricing. That intense pricing competition we've seen for a long time is now dissipated. So really now Telstra can increase their prices, and they have been over the last 12 months, um, and they can do that and keep their market share, and that's key. And probably the third point is, we're hoping that management over the next couple of years unlock the value of the Infraco business. 
at the moment it looks really undervalued just in the group structure um, when we do a, some of the parts um, analysis on Telstra. So if they can maybe divest some of that, like they did the towers business um, within the market, then we'll see the value of, of, of InfraCo and that could re-rate from there. So yeah, bye. Okay, interesting. Andrew, a, a lot of people think of Telstra as a, a great dividend payer. Five years ago though, Telstra had an 8% dividend yield. Now it's about four. What do you think, buy, hold or sell? Uh, we're more of a hold on Telstra at the moment. Agree with Rob though. Uh, if we look at, if we decompose Telstra into its predominant EBITDA groups, you're looking at mobiles and you're looking at Infraco. They're the real drivers of EBITDA. Um, mobiles, very much what Rob says. I can see why people like it. You know, it's defensive. Um, you know, they've got pricing power. People nowadays would probably go without eating rather than go without their mobile phone. So uh, that's clearly a, a great business longer term. But if we also look at uh, free cash flow, most of that goes into the dividend. If you look at the dividend a dip balance sheet, it's okay. There's not a lot of growth for us going forward. Uh, so on a, on a relative growth basis and valuation basis, it's a, it's a hold uh, with obviously a dominant market position in mobiles. All right, well, speaking of, uh, of eating and drinking, third stock here, Endeavour Group, of course, the Woolworths spin-off, down 22% though in the last year. Andrew, is it a buy, hold or sell? Oh, it's definitely a buy for us hands. Uh, clearly not overbought given the 12 month performance. Uh, if we look at retail, we love Dan Murphy's. Uh, we love uh, BWS and their store rollout in both of those retail businesses. If you look at Dan's, it's a dominant position. Uh, we call it the Bunnings of Booze in Australia. We don't see a lot of competition for Dan Murphy's. They're vertically integrating 5.1 million users on the app. Um, so we think that's a great business. Admittedly rolling off a little bit from COVID, mm -hmm. but that's counterbalanced with hotels, which is very strong coming out of COVID lockdown. Um, they've got a buyout, you know, buying program as well for their pubs, undercapitalized in terms of ownership under Woolworths. So underinvested business, so refurbishment, new pubs, which also then augments their retail strategy in terms of Dan and BWS rollouts as well. So, you know, Coming into tougher economic times, we think it's more likely that would play into Endeavour Group's core businesses that people will entertain at home, which is, say, good for Dan Murphy's and BWS. And they're more likely to go out, but maybe dial it back a bit, um, go to the pub rather than the Michelin star restaurant like you, Hans. Um, <laughs> you know, so they still want to have fun, but just obviously aware of cost of living pressures there. So that, that helps Endeavour and our group. All right, so Endeavour there, a buy. Hey, Rob, what do you think about this one, buy, hold or sell? Yes, yeah, a sell for us. And really is, yeah, the valuation probably does look better, but we just can't get excited about a business that we think is going to grow sort of mid-single digits over the next couple of years. So really it's just too low a growth for us to get too excited. I see it maybe as a bit of a value trap at the moment. Okay, interesting. So we've asked our fund managers as well to bring along one stock that they think has a rock-solid balance sheet and is not a crowded trade as of yet. Rob, I'll stay with you. What did you bring us? Yes, yeah, so Hans, the Lottery Corporation is, is, our, is our pick. Um, I think it's got a reasonable balance sheet, um, gearing still below, guided range, um, resilient cash flows, um, and really that's driven by the, the counter-cyclical nature of lottery sales. Uh, it's capital light, you know, capex around about 5% of, of EBITDA, um, so we like that part of it as well. In terms of earnings, we think there's a good story there from moving from paper tickets um, to digital, and with that you're getting margin expansion at the same time. So you know, we're thinking here you've got double-digit growth, and for, you know, for what is a very resilient business. Okay, so the Lottery Corporation for Rob. Andrew, what's a, a stock with a rock solid balance sheet and it's not a crowded trade? 
Uh, we love Lottery Corporation as well, so I really agree with Rob there, but uh, Nine Entertainment for us is one we've, we think is worth a look. Uh, obviously from a macro perspective, people are concerned about ad spend, but if you look at the quality of the business since they've merged with Fairfax, uh, those assets are very hard to replicate, not easily, you know, uh, easily to, to compete with in terms of broadcasting, publishing, Stan, Domain, the radio network, uh, so a very dominant position. Uh, they've done a great job of also converting to digital. So if we look at subscription, we look at digital advertising revenues now, 50% of overall revenues, a lot more resilient than just ad spend. And so although there's market concern about ad spend, we think that's the opportunity to, to acquire the stock at the moment. Um, you know, we think that they've got pricing power and subs subs um, subscriptions as well, and that um, the balance sheet is pristine. So currently buying back 10% of their stock, uh, we see that continuing with free cash flow the next five years. Um, so yeah, rock, rock solid business for us. Okay. Andrew and Rob, thank you very much for your insights. And thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell, why not give us a like? And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as both the Livewire and Market Index websites. We'll see you soon for another Buy, Hold, Sell. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.